We are live on The Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson. We're just chowing down some brekkie right there in between. The cereal show. <laughs> what did you have? I had Wheat Bix and some Cheerios on top. I had Cheerios, but I want to tell you, I had something weird with it. Have you, have you ever had this? Oh, uh, the tahini sauce? It's a tahini date sauce. Syrup. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't even know if you're legally allowed to put those together. Well, well, I never have it, it because gone and done I it. am like I am like a big time when it comes to my cereal. So so when it comes to other foods, right? right like right. I'm making fried rice. I'm I'm putting all the spices and the the herbs, and I'm I'm putting Getting fancy with the dude, spices. Absolutely. Lawson. But when it comes to cereal, when it comes to wheat, because there's just something with me with cereal where I don't like it to be overly anything crazy. I'm just like I just want my plain Jane. Yeah, my milk and my wheat picks. Yeah, that's because you're Australian, just so you know. Like, that's the test. Sure. If you eat wheat bix you're I, a real Australian. But I don't put anything Because on. I want to tell you this right now. No one else from any other country would willingly eat wheat bix in another in country. <laughs> Only so they can be like, oh, we're being Australians. No, but they don't have wheat bix They have wheat bix Like, it's a yeah, different country. It's totally, but no. It's I'm a different company. You. Australian, this is the test. This is a, a this is if you if you're not eating wheat bix, they won't even allow you to get a passport. That's right. Like it's like yeah. that's that was the your rule. citizenship. It was. Test. It was two things. I had to do a multiple choice test in mm-hmm. Perth that I passed really quickly because I was so pumped and I'd studied for it for like three months. So Australian. And then the second one was I had to eat a bowl of wheat bix with a smile on my face. Yeah. In front of Parliament House. So <laughs> that also could have been a dream. I'm not sure. So Canberra, I know that you guys have some uh, security footage of that time. That was back in 2014. I've been a citizen ever since. Mm-hmm. So check the footage. See if it's real. Shout out Canberra. I know that I've been a Canberra hater on the show. Yeah, you have. Yeah, I've I attra- love Canberra. And I've attracted the hype. But honestly, dude, those scooters, bro, riding around Parliament House, that was some fun. Good times, man. Mm. I I actually really like Canberra. I think it's it's probably my second favorite city. Okay, let's go. Let's, let's, Newcastle. No, let's, let's and Newcastle's my fave. Let's not go too far. Let's. If Canberra, but I'll tell you this: if Canberra was on the beach, I think I'd like Canberra I think more. Any any city on the beach? No, is just... I do not like Sydney. Straight up. Yeah, but that's yeah Sydney. Yeah, I know. actually, I went to Sydney. I went to Sydney. It's a great place to visit. On Monday. Not fun after and your visit. It, it was really nice. I had some good Korean food. I had some topoki. That's when you're throwing boomerangs in the airport. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Out there just. Out Anyways, do we, have, do we have some text messages? We do, but don't oh, we, we have a quiz? A quiz question. I'm like waiting for you. We're, like, we're what just, are you doing the quiz, man? Back. Okay. What did Hezekiah make that brought water into the city? I love Hezekiah. 0491-064-669. You love him? Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite characters. Epic. 0491-064-669. If you know the answer, you go into the door to win our trifecta of biographies of people who did amazing things and had God working through them. But again, that question was, what did Hezekiah make that brought water into the city? He's a complex, emotional roller coaster of a man. Mm -hmm. Go. You can do the number now. 0491-064-669. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. I'll say it again. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. I'm glad you do that slower because I had multiple people nah, tell stop. me in Canberra 
You do it too fast. Speed speed up that brain. <laughs> Come on. 0491064669. You, you, you know it. That was fast. I had to slow it down in my mind there. Uh, we do have some text messages. Mm-hmm. Let me just pull these up right here. Well, there are more coming in right now. I'm getting inundated with text messages here. Thick and fast. So, Felly, I, I always am worried if I say that say right. Felly. Felly. Felly? Mm-hmm. Felly. She says, I'm with you, Blake. We're living in the wicked world. Mm. It's so true, Felly. Yeah. Totally. Thanks for the just thanks for the support. I do feel the I do feel the love and emotional support when you guys text in. Mm. One thing I have noticed though, I'm a little disappointed here. Where are the emojis? I need <laughs> emojis. I'm getting all these huge long text messages about the world and I understand that, but I need emojis. I need to feel I need to see what you're feeling. Okay. Braden texts. I'll be a bit controversial for today's woke culture, but I think those judges might need some glasses. Yeah. Because in terms of beauty, women are far more beautiful than men or men that pretend to be women. Yeah. I'm sorry. I totally agree. So, so something something on this. Just like, from like an artistic perspective, like I think that's true. A beauty pageant is one that is kind of subjective. You know, there, there is some objective elements to beauty, but then there are subjective elements. And, you know, for me personally, I don't necessarily see the great need for beauty pageants to exist. I'm a little bit more partial to something like a, a bodybuilding competition because it's like, you know, everyone puts in the the work and there's a bit more of an objective standard. You look at like fat percentage and muscle size and overall tone and physique, which is something that... And tanning lotion. Don't forget. It's important. <laughs> so you can glimmer. But yeah, there's something, uh, there's something a little bit more objective there to work with than a beauty pageant because beauty is like not ne- not necessarily... Yeah, it's not something, but that being said, and, and, and for that reason, I'm a bit like, oh, you know, is there a great need for beauty pageants? Is this a great standard we should have to be running? I'm like, whatever. But the point that the lady made, and again, this isn't, this isn't our point. This is what she said. Yeah. Uh, she said a man and an overweight one at that has stolen, like the people put significant effort to enter into these competitions and particularly when it comes to like bodybuilding and stuff, but also beauty pageants to make themselves look tone and to do all these things and really what i saw there and and i'm trying to be as not offensive as i possibly can but but we have to look at (laughs) like we're not we're not we're not walking down the street pointing at people saying you're unattractive we're saying okay this is a competition of like of it it is a competition of attractiveness but in a more objective sense of like oh this is what you, you have to do to win and everyone has to abide by those standards and this is someone who completely thwarts those standards for the sake of whether it's, you can say quotas or whether it's just, but yeah, my favorite thing to come out of that story, I was, I was, we were looking at some articles about it during the break. And one of them just simply said the patriarchy has won a female beauty competition <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I was like, wow. Well, Hey, let me be clear as uh, you know what, as an overweight man myself, uh-huh. if someone voted for me to win a female beauty pageant, I would be offended, all right? I'm a big boy. I've always been a big boy. I've been a big boy since I was a little boy, you Mm -hmm. know? And so, (laughs) then I grew up, and now I'm a big boy. But the point is, 
I should not be entering beauty pageants. And that's not my attribute. So I'm not winning people over with my GQ looks right over mm-hmm. here. People like people are like, oh, he's cute. He's got a little bald head. I want to kiss his bald head. That's so cute. You know, like, <laughs> oh, I want, he's got a big beard. That's lovely. I love that. You know, he's funny. He's charismatic. He's, you know, he's all these other things. But yeah. I shouldn't be in a beauty competition. Yeah. Ugh. Let's, yeah. No. Let's, no, 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 no. That being said, yeah, let's just call a spade a spade and let's, say that, this is, that. this is terrible. All right, George texts in, morning team. Actually, no, I want to read Sky's first. This is funny. Okay. Sky, you got some skills over here. <laughs> Best test for Australian citizenship would be Vegemite on Wheat Bix. 100%. If that, you can pull that off, that is doesn't just, matter where you're from, you can be an Australian. But Australians don't even eat that. It's I know. Disgusting. That's why you have to go through it. Because... It's, a, it's an extra test. George texts in, morning team, just another example of wayward leadership around the world at every level. Isaiah five, chapter 5, verse 20, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil that put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Amen, George. Mm-hmm. Using the word of God in the text message. I love that. Raphael, he texts in, Woke. All caps, society, dot, dot, dot. We all appreciate that we are being programmed by satanic agencies. It started a long time ago with the entertainment industry and media who are controlled by people with a plan to do all this. Government-sponsored terrorism by the mere fact that they are pushing it with woke laws. Mm. They have thrown morality and justice in the gutter. Just as the word of God told us would happen just before his return. If you are told something long enough, you will believe it. As long as we understand it's a satanic plan by Satan's people, you'll begin to be at peace because God also has a plan and Christians have been told who wins this battle. Amen to that. Mm. Behind the scenes, God is in charge and allows Satan's plans to flourish to divide the sheep from the goats. Mm, Interesting stuff. Rachel texts in, Canberra has some of the best bike tracks, mate. And (laughs) another text in, the truth shall set you free. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's about the bike tracks or about everything else that's yeah. going on, uh, but they do go well together on mm-hmm. those two. And we have a text message from Barry soon. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. Barry says, referring to the last segment, it reminds me of the story of the emperor who has no clothes. I that, that is a great mm. analogy. Do you know that story? So the emperor has no clothes. Basically, these these guys. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking about Gen Z crew over here. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're young and you don't know this story, get out there, read some books. But anyway, this is a story. There's an emperor, and he wants to look better than everyone else, and he has all this money, and he's is just like so Is this an illustration, excited. or is this a true story? No, it's just an illustration, okay. an analogy. So, is, is this like Emperor's New Clothes type deal? That is what it is. Yeah, just keep explaining it, though. Okay. <laughs> it literally is Emperor's New Clothes. But, yeah. So, anyway, the emperor, uh, he's there, and he wants to look really, really good. So, these tailors come in. I don't know if it's one or if it's two. It doesn't matter. And they go, we have this very special material, but it costs a lot of money. So Emperor gives them all the gold, and they basically scam them. And then they sew, quote, I'm using air quotes right here, they sew together the clothing, but there's no clothing. And then the Emperor puts on this clothing that's invisible clothing, but what the scammers say is only, uh, basically only wise people or smart people or or. <laughs> 
for lack of a better word, woke people uh, can see these amazing clothes. And so the emperor goes, oh, I can see them. Oh, yeah. These are great. <laughs> yeah. So he puts on his clothes, and then they parade him through the street with his new clothes, but the dude is stark naked. Mm. And what it goes to show is, and but all the people in the crowd mm. don't want to make the emperor mad, mm. and and everyone in the royal court doesn't want to say anything. And so they are just like doing the little two-finger golf clap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're just like, yay, these are amazing, fashionable clothes. And that is exactly what's happening in society. Absolutely. Like, yeah. clearly, this is not healthy what's going on. And everyone's like, this is so wonderful. It's mm. lovely. We're so excited. Yeah, very good stuff. George texts in, let's have God and his written word be our leader, purifying our hearts and minds through the sanctification process. What a world it could be. Just like the song by Melissa Otto said, goodbye. Old man. Mm. George, good stuff. Thank you for texting in. Uh, I do want to see some emojis, though, people. Like, I'm seeing the text, but we're getting into bad habits of just text messaging without emojis. I want to feel the emotion. I go out of my way to not use emojis. I know, and I'm trying to change you on that. In fact, like, I'll do a smiley face. It won't be an emoji. It'll be... Dot. It'll be colon (laughs) bracket. (laughs) Or a sad face. It'll be colon bracket, but the other direction. (laughs) Well, on that, Sky says, like Judge Judy says, beauty fades, but dumb is forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's powerful. Powerful. That's powerful. Powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. Speaking of powerful stuff, even more powerful than that, let's get into our 20 million movement Bible study, mm. uh, all about the chapter six in the Gospel of John. And one of the miracles when Jesus feeds 5,000 people. Mm-hmm. So basically, I, like one of my meals, <laughs> you know, one of my meals. Hashtag gym life. Hashtag, hashtag Thanksgiving Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna burn all those calories Oof, and, and yeah. try to catch up there. Uh, I will be cheering you on uh, once you arrive uh-huh. at Thanksgiving. Uh, so after you finish, I'll just be like, "You did a great job, man. Let's eat." Oh, uh, you're not gonna come along. No. You guys should come. It's going to be 9.30, 9.30 a.m. right in the city. In was Newcastle. that too hard? Producer Shell, somebody here just laughing. Like, Producer Shell, she doesn't have to come because, like, like no. she doesn't have to come because, okay. like, she's going to be preparing the Thanksgiving food. But, like, it'd be nice if, like, people would come. And I, I, I definitely am coming to Thanksgiving <laughs> Sunday. Okay. <laughs> and I will celebrate with you once you've completed. You, you're not even going to notice if I'm in the crowd. I would. I'd, I'd see your face cheering me on, and it'd make me go quicker. Okay, well, let's go quicker into our Bible study <laughs> I'm, instead. I'm here. You're I'm ready there? Here. Yeah. Well, I, I was thinking, we got a lot to read, so I kind of want to just summarize John 6, 1 to 4. I don't want to read the whole thing, but essentially, in a nutshell, this is Jesus feeding 5,000 people, but I would like you to read John chapter 6, verse 15, because this part is kind of interesting. In verse 15, the Bible says, When Jesus saw that they were ready to take him by force to be their king, he slipped away into the hills by himself. Okay. Why would they want to make him king? Because he can miraculously make food from nothing. So let's just process what that means here for a minute. Mm. And I want to just say from like a chess plane strategy, like strategician perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, strategician is that a word? I, I, I might have just made that up. Strategist, strategist. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm wanting to take over the world, mm-hmm. 
one of the problems is supply chain. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a huge issue. Mm-hmm. So if we got a whole army, we got a supply chain issue. Uh, that's what a lot of armies have. A lot of wars have been lost because it, of supply chain issues. Supply chain wins and loses wars essentially. Uh, uh, well, at least big ones. Mm-hmm. Like you're up, it might be a quick raid or attack. You don't need that, but mm-hmm. like you're going on like a Mongolian campaign, you're going to need yep. a supply chain. But yeah, literally World War Two was lost because of well, definitely military pressure, but like a lack of su- like supply chain for sure. And and and, and many <laughs> many conflicts, like not little mini ones, but like many mm-hmm. conflicts, uh, the supply chain is the key. So these guys are saying, hey. Let's make this guy our king because we'll have an infinite supply chain. Mm-hmm. Which even if Jesus couldn't do any of his other miracles, you know, and now we, we're seeing, I want to talk about this later on, the gamification mm-hmm. of Jesus. What? Tell me about that for a minute. Oh, re- <laughs> I want to get into it. Uh, we'll get into it maybe more tomorrow, but like, essentially, this some, is what we were looking at. Someone, a developer has made a video game where you can live out the life of Jesus as Jesus and do his miracles. And there's like certain mechanics that they've created where you have to like press a button to pray so you'd be filled more with the Holy Spirit so your miracle can be greater or something. Oh, there's so much to say about this. There I, is. I, I, I want to talk about it maybe tomorrow. I feel a little incredibly bit more. uncomfortable. But yeah. well, it reminds me of this verse. Mm. They go, oh, wow, Jesus is so powerful. He can accomplish our goals for us. He can mm. achieve what we want him to do. So let's put Jesus in our little box. Mm. And what I want to caution us, all of us listening right now, don't put Jesus in a box. Mm-hmm. We do that so often. We mm-hmm. put Jesus in our timeline, put Jesus in our box. Absolutely. And we try to we try to, to dictate the narrative of how Jesus uh, leads in our life. So instead of allowing God's will to play out and allowing God to lead in our life, we lead Jesus with our decisions by putting him in uh, the little constraints that we have so that our life works out perfectly. And it's always, always to serve self or an idea, a misguided idea of self. Even people, you can convince yourself that the box that you put Jesus in is noble like potentially these people have like but in reality what i see here is a bunch of people wanting jesus to lead their nation into uh a victory against the romans not necessarily because they think it's the right thing to do but they want to win they want to win and they don't want to be oppressed by romans anymore mm. like furthermore yeah th- this this happens all the time you know ah uh, i'm part of some pages on facebook that uh they just like discuss like heresy and just weird stuff within christianity and someone shared a video on there of um you know it was from a kind of name and claim prosperity gospel church type deal um where they do lots of healings and Mm -hmm. a healing that had happened Mm -hmm. there apparently was supernatural weight loss but that's a healing so apparently this lady she had walked up onto the stage they had prayed for her and she had lost 25 pounds in the prayer. Now, for some reason, it didn't really look like she had lost the weight, but all of a sudden her clothes looked really big. So I don't really, I don't know how that worked. Honestly, it's... Did they have a scale? No. no. But they're just like... Oh. How do you even it was, measure that? It was honestly, it's it's a sham. It's Can we just call it for what it is? Yeah, it's an it absolute is. sham. And even if it was real, it wouldn't be like... it. 
we know that we live in a world where we face, um, we war not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And, and there are other supernatural forces that can do terrible things. And I'm specifically talking about Satan. But ultimately, yeah, the boxes that we put, try to put Jesus in really ultimately have an end goal of serving self or an ideal of self that makes us look good. And so I think that's definitely something to consider is like, oh, am I putting Jesus in a box? Well, is the Jesus that I serve, does he just exist to serve me hmm. and and what I want in the temporal here and now? You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Got a text message from Sky. Beach umbrella, beach umbrella. So dos umbrellas. That's two umbrellas for the mm. Spanish speakers. Uh, sunglasses, and then a smiley face with sunnies, then the tsunami Japanese wave emoji that I love, and then a swimmer. So it's so beach, she had to say it twice. It's bright and sunny. She's looking at the waves, and she's going for a swim. Mm. I love it. Awesome. I want to know how you're listening to Faith FM while you're in the water. That part is a little bit wild. She probably put a plastic bag. Over and her she, head? And she has her headphones inside. <laughs> Is that a thing? No. Okay. Uh, but you can get, like, water waterproof headphones. All right. Let's see. Oh, but uh, she's, she's probably on the beach. Nope. I think it's waterproof she's headphones. Going, she's the going only for way. a swim. I used to have waterproof earphones, but... You lost them in the water? Yeah. No. I. This is embarrassing. I accidentally run them over with my car. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Uh-huh. I, I was just thinking... What's not embarrassing is uh-huh. how good you are on a quad. Uh-huh. I was watching you on a quad. <laughs> Dude, you are like, that's why you're like a national motocross guy. I can tell because <laughs> you were just, just slinging that back into just that quad. I was like, whoa. Doing the drifts. You were. Why were you stalking my Facebook? I mean, my Instagram. Yeah, I do I that, do. Was, that was from 2018. Uh, our next question here, according to Micah 7, where does God hurl all our iniquities? Ooh. This is such an epic illustration. Like, Connected to the again, text. According to mm. Micah 7, where does God hurl? He hurls them. Hurl. He throws them. Yeah, I, I would say hurl. All our iniquities. 0491-064-669. All right. Uh, we are going to keep going in our Bible study here. And Lawson, if you could, could you read from, I think I said verse 25 before off there. Is that, is that correct? I believe so. Yeah. In verse 25, it says, yeah, They so found him on the other side of the lake and asked, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. You want to be with me because I fed you. Uh-huh. Not because you understood the miraculous signs. But don't be so concerned about perishable things like food. Spend your energy seeking eternal life that the Son of Man can give you. For God the Father has given me the seal of his approval. So just pause right there. That is calling a spade a spade. Before you were saying, you know, call a spade a spade. Yeah. This is that. Jesus is like, you're only here so you can get some free, you know, cheese and crackers, guys. Like, <laughs> you're just here. Fish. You're just here for the free food. Yeah. You know, and that's a harsh call out. Mm. Like, just imagine. Just imagine, like, someone comes up to you. Let's say at like a quad race or something, right? You finish up. We're going back to 2018 days. Quad race. You finish your quad race. You're slinging the back tail. 
you finish up and everyone's like, wow, you're so good, Lawson. This is so exciting. Like, we want to do that. You're only here for the food. <laughs> you know, it's just like, that's like, it's such a, it's a, it's a harsh reality. But even though, but again, Jesus is saying in reference to what he had just done. He just fed the 5,000 people. Yeah, absolutely. And you're just here. And you're just here because you just want the miracle. He's that's all hungry. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, and then, but then the disciples are like trying to follow him. Uh, but Jesus is then basically saying, hey, most assuredly I say to you, you seek me not because you saw the signs, because you ate the loaves uh, and were filled. Do not labor for the food which perishes, mm. but for the food which endures to everlasting life, mm. which the Son of Man will give you because God the Father has set his seal on him. Mm. I find that really interesting Jesus is taking these people want a temporal present gift. Yep. And God is saying, no, no, no. Or Jesus. Well, Jesus is God. But Jesus is saying, no, no. What's really important here is to have a spiritual gift for the rest of your life. Mm, for the rest of eternity. Yeah. Yeah. As something, I, I love that point. Rather than temporal, something eternal and spiritual and, and that was kind of what i was getting at before before the song there was so much of our attention when it comes to our following of god can be focused on the temporal and what how we can benefit today and you quickly start to realize particularly as you know christians are very heavily persecuted and whatnot um you quickly start to realize that there are many blessings that come to being a Christian, but there's also many hardships and trials. And if you're just chasing temporal blessings, if you're just chasing temporal blessings, uh, you're going to be disappointed. Absolutely. Look at uh, verse 28 and 29. It says, Then they said to him, What shall we do that we may work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him who sent me. I find it really interesting. They're, They're like... Jesus is trying to make a spiritual point, and they're like, okay, cool, cool, cool. How do we do the things that you do? How do we do the works of God? He says, this is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent, right? So when I guess I've had a lot of people, and Lawson, you know, we've we've worked together in different capacity before. How long did you work? We worked together for maybe 18 months? Yeah, a year and a half. Yeah, a year and a half. Good times. Mm -hmm. Uh we and, and during that time, I had a lot of young people come through because that was basically every six months we had different people coming through mm-hmm. uh, doing volunteering. So part of my role as as a leader uh, at, at church was to kind of guide young people and help them make decisions in their life. And they would always ask me, how do I know God's will? What's God's <laughs> will for my life, right? And Jesus answers it in this uh, verse right here, Jesus answers and says to them, this is the work of God that you believe in him whom he sent. Mm. So when people are like, what, what I, I want to work for God, what do I do? How do I, how do I do this thing for the Lord? And Jesus is literally saying, just believe in me, mm. believe in Christ. So you want to know, you want to know what God's will for you is. You want to know what the work that you're supposed to be doing. Like start with that first. Absolutely. Believe in God, mm. believe in Jesus and he'll, Guide and direct your footsteps. Mm. All right, let's keep reading here. Verse 30. Therefore they said to him, what sign will you perform then that we may see it and believe you? Okay, they're still not getting it. 
There, it just it's constantly it's like can you do this can you do that can you do this like little kids mm. right uh so what sign will you perform then that we will see it and believe you what work will you do our fathers ate the man in the desert as it is written he gave them bread from heaven to eat and then jesus said to them most assuredly i say to you moses did not give you the bread from heaven but my father gives you the true bread from heaven okay for the bread of God is he who comes from heaven and gives life to the world. And then they said to him, Lord, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. Mm. He who believes in me shall never thirst. But I said that I but I said to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. Mm. All that the Father gives me will come to me. And the one who comes to me, I will by no means cast out, for I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. This is the will of the Father who sent me, that all that of all he has given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up at the last day. And this is the will of him who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day day mm. so and that's what our bible study today is actually entitled i will raise him up again right i will raise him up in the last day jesus is making the reference here they, they, they're wanting they're wanting answers to everything else and he's saying no, no no the real answer is is me resurrected mm. so christ crucified and resurrected resurrected is the answer that you are searching for you're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Before you read that, I just have a couple more text messages. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I gotta, I gotta read them. Getting I hope done. That's okay. Uh, one is about you, Lawson. This is from Elizabeth with a little flower emoji, uh-huh. a little rose flower. She says, "I went to Newcastle Uni Church on Sabbath with my yes, family." Great to meet up with Lawson, and we enjoyed the service and Sabbath school. God bless. Amen. Amen, sister. Braden texts in, super frowny, sad face emoji. Looks like a city building, possibly a bank. Laptop guy with blonde hair when it's sunny outside. So he's sad to be working in the office when it's sunny outside. Mm. I love it. I I love it. I feel that too, actually. Uh, And then Patricia texts in, thank you for that song. The heart, the, the, like the little cute smiley with the eyes closed with the three hearts around it emoji, Uh the heart, um, the two eyes for heart emojis, the star eyes emoji face, and then the blessed halo emoji I believe. So thank you for that song. All those emojis. I believe. Fills me with the Holy Spirit. Bless you. Patricia. Mm. Thank you, Patricia. Shout out. Shout out. Thank you for the emojis, too. They brighten my day. They make mm-hmm. me... Just give me a little uh, pizzazz, a little pick up in my step. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lawson, you're up. We have answers for the quiz. The Bible Sabbath occurs on the seventh day of the week. Who is described as being more noble than the Thessalonians? Blake, who is it? Uh, the Bereans, or the Bereans. The Bereans, yeah. that's right. Uh, what did David do when he was afraid of Achish, the king of Gad- Gath? He pretended he- to be insane. Yep. He was like, I'm, I'm a crazy guy now. That's what I've been doing for years. <laughs> yep. Uh, what did Hezekiah make that brought water into the city? A pool and tunnel. So he made a 
made a tunnel system. Ooh. I've been in it. And then I've literally been in it. Wow. I'm not kidding you. That's incredible. It's pretty cool. And then finally, according to Micah 7, where does God hurl our iniquities? Into the depths of the sea. Mm-hmm. In the ocean. He just throws them in there. But right now, it's time for... Question of the day. All right, Blake, our question of the day today is, who is the God and Father of Jesus Christ which you profess to preach? Thomas asks that one. Thanks, Thomas. Uh, I'm going to read a passage, and we're going to do a little cross-text here. So just turn with me to 1 John chapter 5. The Bible says, Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone who loves him who begot also loves him who is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the son of God. This is he who came by water and blood. Jesus Christ, not only by water, but by water and blood. And it is the spirit who bears witness because the spirit is truth. Now here's the kicker for there are three that bear witness in heaven, the father, the word, and the Holy spirit. And these three are one. There's a little cross reference here to John chapter 10, verse 30, which Jesus himself says, I and my father are are one. So, if you just take Jesus at his word, so we, we follow the we follow the Bible, we follow the, the word of God, we can see that there are three in heaven who testify uh, or who bear witness, the Father, the Word, and that's a reference to John chapter 1, the Word became flesh in John chapter 1 verse 14, and the Holy Spirit, and these three are one. And then, when saying these three are one, Jesus himself is saying, I and my Father are one. Jesus also says at another time, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. It's hard for our little like finite understanding to comprehend the plurality of the Godhead, but I'm going to take Jesus at his word and accept him for what he is telling us to believe, which is that he and the Father and the Spirit are one. These Three, work together, the plurality of the Godhead, to help us understand the the plural nature of God's character. And so we have God the Father, we have Jesus the Word, and the Holy Spirit working together for our salvation. We've come to the end of the show here at the Breakfast Live show with Blake and Lawson. I'm, uh, I'm a little bit sad. Why? Because the show's over. Oh, okay. That always makes me sad. But the but, sun is up. It's yeah, but day. I know. I just I love the breakfast show, and I just love mm. I love hearing from our listeners, and I love just getting into the Word of God and mm. seeing how crazy the world is, and then praying that we can make it through because it's pretty wild. And until then, talk faith, live faith, act faith, and you will grow strong, Jesus Christ. God be
vessels guide up hold you with the sheep securely fold you God be with you till we meet again until we Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.